0: Rooster and the Devil Podcast. Rooster and the Devil Podcast. Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League Soccer. With hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. Evan, uh, welcome back to Roosted in the Devil. It's been, uh, we had you on back in February 2020, so the world was a little different. Uh, I listened back to the interview earlier today, and we were under the impression that you were going to have a a full season, Uh, some fans, (laughs) things have not panned out quite that way in the last year, but you have had a ton happen for the MD Bobcats. So um, just for the people that are new to the podcast, would you mind introducing yourself a little bit and, and the club just a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Ed Ramest, um, the VP and director
1: of ops for Maryland Bobcats. Um, and yeah, you know, I've grown, you know, the kind of short and sweet is, is, is we've grown over the last 10, 11 years from Sunday team, uh, Sunday league team to, uh, you know, somewhat competitive men's league team, uh, national amateur league to, to bringing pro soccer to
0: Maryland starting this, this year. So yeah, I mean, uh, you guys are the only professional team in Maryland. Uh, you play in the National Independent Soccer Association, or or NISA as it's known. Um, but first, I have to talk a little bit about the kits, and I'm I'm failing right now because I have a I have the Maryland flag kit. My whole plan was to wear it today, to <laughs> and, and here I am in just a Patagonia in my dirty ass basement, but. Uh, uh, so so you guys were with Icarus last year and you made a recent switch to, to Hummel. And I have to say the new kits that you dropped are just, are just beautiful. So would you mind talking about the home and away? And then that, that third kit you guys got?
1: Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, we, you know, um, first of all, you know, uh, Icarus was, and continues to be and in my mind, always will be fan, fan, fantastic. Robbie over there. Uh, is great. And I've loved, you know, our, our, kids last year, I loved, I still wear mine all the time. I still have people trying to buy ones from last year, I bet. Um, you know, it's it, they're He's great. They're, they're fantastic. And I, you know, I, I don't want anyone to think that it was something about them. It, it really was just, um you know, for the growth of the club and, 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 and what we thought um, was going to help us in the next, you know, two, four, two, two to four years. Um, But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really, really happy with how, how the new kid's, came out. Um, we signed a deal with Hummel. Oh, this is February, almost March. I, I think it was like in November or December. Um, and they've been great. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 think that it's, it's a big, um, show of faith in our club and, and what we've been trying to build that, you know, in, in my eyes, a, a pretty big brand was willing to sign on for us for, for four years and, and kind of give us the, the things that they've given us and, and be able to work with us and. Not just be okay. You're gonna sign with us. Here's the three options you have to pick from. What What do you want? But kind of let us totally do what we want to do. Um, I cannot take credit for any of the uh, the designs on the jerseys. Um, we actually worked with. Um, it's called the Custom Sports Club, uh, and his name is also Robbie, uh, which is kind of funny. But um, you know, they he he did a fantastic job. You know, we kind of sat down and talked about what we saw our kits looking like, you know, our kind of ideas, you know, we knew we wanted to have a white kit. Um, we've never had a white kit. And and, you know, as me personally, I hate white, white jerseys. I own, I own one of like my 30 jerseys is white. And it's the 2006 us world world cup jersey with like the, the stripe down the side. That's the only one I have. And, um, generally not a fan. And, um, you know, he kind of took our, Let's have a white kit. Let's you know add a little something to it and not have it be a you know white t-shirt. And you know I still gotten the hey, it's white with a little bit of gray. Like I've heard all those online and seen the posts. It's fine, but um, you know he really did a good job, in my opinion, of adding little things to the white kit, um, the 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 home kit that um, makes a little bit more in whether it's
0: the you know. And here's where Skype kind of crapped the bed. Uh, Evan went on to talk about the white kits. Uh, the Black Away kits, and then they have a third kit, so a red and white kit with some Chesapeake Bay details on the back of it. Um, definitely check it out. Buying kits and apparel for for independent clubs like this is, is hugely important right now. Um, so check out mdbobcats.com and consider getting one of these beautiful kits. Uh, I'm going to drop you back in. It did pick up back when Evan was talking about the Doghouse uh, sponsorship on the front of the kits, so here's some of that. And wanted- one
1: Fill and soon to be one in Silver Spring. Um, that one's going to open up um, May, Juneish. Um, and you know the, the the fact that that he the 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 owner of, of those those low locations, um, you know, didn't was able to keep his staff on. Um, you know, kind of continue to to help out the people right in the c- community um, is is really what kind of put them over the top for us. Is in terms of like, hey, let's work together. Um, and again. I'm biased, but I think that their logo works really well on the jersey. Um they also he also said like look if you guys want to change the color, you know, kind of the gold and the black one, the the gold and the black, the gold on the or the black on the white and the white on the red. Um, you know, he kind of let us change it to kind of even mesh more with the with the jerseys. Um and then yeah, like I've I've been there I've been to the Kentlands one three times. And like, yeah, I mean, I'm I love burgers and beer, so like yeah. it, it's right right up my alley. And um, I know I'm looking forward to um hopefully this summer, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully by this fall, um having some of uh you know team meet and greets and and watch parties and and kickoff uh, uh events there, um because they's they they've been great. And again, you know, uh, getting a restaurant bar uh, to sponsor you and and to you know buy into what you're building a uh, period 100% now um is is pretty incredible so um you know we're super happy to have have them on and um the fact that they are kind of you know based right kind of where we are and um you pretty know
0: close to uh Soccerplex too right down the road
1: exactly yeah um being able to, to work with them and, and what we thought they're doing the com- community too um you know it was it it, it, it was great
0: all right, so we talked about kits a little bit. Obviously, uh, go check out mdbobcats.com. I, I'm sure it's a, uh, it helps a lot for revenue right now when you can't get some of those ticket sales. But um, we also Absolutely. talked about how you guys were sponsored by Doghouse now. They have the front of the jersey sponsor. But yep. I also wanted to talk a little bit about your home, your new home since we last talked, the Maryland Sportsplex, yeah. and see how that relationship came about and what are your expectations for you know when fans can get back in of, of what's going on there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, you know,
1: it kind of was like a lot of what's happened the last year with the club. it kind of was just um, luck of timing, um, you know, with with us going pro. It was the pandemic gave us time to sit down as a club and go through. Is it possible? And, you know, with it, it, um, it just so happened that the spirit, um, you know, who had been there for six years um, were moving out. To Audi Field slash Segra Field in 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 Loudon, and um, the stadium and and the field uh, was open for a pro team to come in and use. Um, you know, it gets used for tournaments and state cup finals and stuff like that. But um, you know, they now didn't have a professional team that was there. Um, and again, it was just kind of like a um, luck of the draw that you know we were trying to find a stadium that would meet. U S soccer's standards. And, and that was open for use. And, um, I actually worked for the spirit for about a year. Um, I don't know, five, six years ago. Um, so I actually had some experience with the, um, field, the facility, kind of the game day, you know, what it would take to put on a game. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of reached out, um, over there kind of, even early talks of that you know could we go pro this year or or is it going to get pushed back kind of thing um and they kind of like yep look like uh, you guys you know we'd love to have you guys we we've seen what you you've been doing both on and off the field um you know come back to us when you have an answer and like we'll work with you to be able to make make us happen and so um i actually just got um the contract today um you know we've we've had an agreement for for months and months and months now but you know the kind of formal contract um I got got today and yesterday I actually paid a uh trip there and and kind of did a walk 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 through with them and 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 got to see it and um the field even through the snow and winter and stuff you know it's not green but it's in great shape um which you know I expect nothing less from that field because Stadium
0: is is gorgeous, um, and I mean, yeah, the, uh, oh, they spend a lot of time on just the rec fields. I, I've played on a exactly. few grass fields over that way. It's always beautiful at the Germantown Soccer Plex. Yeah, and, and I saw seems- a U.S. Open Cup game with DC United. I, yeah. I honestly don't be- I don't remember who they were, they were playing, but I remember being a lower league squad at the time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, beautiful facility, gorgeous place. Is was that one of the requirements to join Nisa as a team to have a a stadium with a certain capacity.
1: Yeah. So division three, um, you know, us soccer standards, right. Um, that any team, any league, if you want to D three pro soccer has to hit and I it's wrong. So if the front office is here, that's sorry, but, um, I want to say it's capacity of a thousand. Um, you know, it has to be at least one fifteen 15 by 65 has to have locker rooms, um, press box, Um, And then, you know, we kind of, again, lucked into the fact that it's grass and not grass, but like fantastic grass um, because turf fields, stadiums, um, you have to kind of go through an approval process on top of that other stuff to make sure it's, you know, there's none of the chemicals and stuff that you can't have. And it's only X years old and has the sponginess that you need. I don't, we didn't have to look into that. So I don't really know, know that, but um the other thing that obviously we knew is that the spirit who was a d d1 pro team had played there so we knew like if they were able to play there hopefully we should just be able to like slot that name in and they should just be like yep okay yeah yeah, you guys are good and um locker rooms are 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 awesome actually the the spirit themselves did some upgrades to the home one which i got to see yesterday since since i had been been there last and um they look great and i you know it's going to be able to Uh, it's going to be a a really cool thing for our our first home game to, to have our guys be able to go in there and and get, get ready. And um, yeah, I'm working now on, you know, kind of game day experience stuff. Um, You know, uh, I hope that's in July. Maybe we can get some home games. Moco county council. Got a, exactly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I—they've uh, actually, you know, I've—I've I've had some talks, talks with them the last couple of months, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we we uh, can can work some stuff out. But um, you know, my my ultimate ultimate goal is, um, you know, by our first home game in the fall, um, that we we can have fans. You know, that's that's kind of the the big goal. I would love to have some fans in July um, for what I hope is the Independent Cup. Um, You know, the 2021 one version. Um, But August is is really what I'm trying to shoot for and working with some Montgomery County businesses, restaurants, bars on potentially doing, you know, food and drink stuff. Um, You know, we're we're I'm working on getting the season ticket packages all all up and going and single game tickets up, Um, you know, knock on wood, if 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 we can't have fans that, that that's all Good to go. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we wanted to make re- like make sure of is that, um, you know, coming to a Bobcats game isn't going to break the bank. Right. That anyone kind of in the state can afford to come, um, you know, uh, without giving too much away. If, if you know, if you're a supporters group member, which is going to be free, I mean, we don't run it. So I guess it's going to be free. I don't know. Um, for a season ticket is going to, I think, around 70 bucks. Um, so, let, way less than ten bucks a game for that, and even um, you know a GA season ticket, um, I think is under hundred bucks. Nice. Um, so, so you know, we we wanted to make sure that that people that that wanted to could come out. And I think the the cool thing is that um, because our roster, at least you know the nineteen players we've announced so far, I think like. 15 or 16 of them are from kind of the dmv um so they have all these you know um family friends ex-teammates kids they coach schools they went to in the area that all want to now come see them play um so you know i'm 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 hoping that we can get all those people out and and you know have 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 a full full game day experience
0: I mean, I could tell you as a Rockville citizen and longtime Bobcats admirer, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm excited to bring the three-year-old and exactly, you know, yeah. eventually the one-year-old out. <laughs> I mean, like what they'll know is that's professional soccer on the field They're they're playing soccer or rooting for them. Like it's, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really hopeful there's fans this summer and I was hopeful to attend a game last year, but <laughs> I have brainwashed the girls for another year to like soccer. So by the there time you we get there, you know, they'll pretty it. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about um you know, you mentioned game day tickets being cheap, you know, giving access to soccer that you might not normally see. And I think that's you know, that's a noble cause and tell me how that, that plays into your youth development plan and your youth development Academy. Cause that's something that that's super interesting about MD Bobcats and has yeah. changed a lot in the last year.
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, just like we kind of made the decision to go pro during a pen pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, we also launched a youth club during the pandemic, um, which, you know, wasn't easy and, 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 took, um, a lot of work for a lot of people. Um, not me, you know, uh, I have to give a shout out to um, Phil and Ben, who are um, both our first team um, assistant coaches, as well as our reserve team head coaches, as well as as youth coaches. Um, And also Alex Cow, who um, is a player for the first team on our pro pro roster, but also kind of spearheaded the the growth of the youth program. And, you know, they worked their butts off, you know, last summer, early fall to um, I think we had three full Bobcats youth teams and one um, that we were kind of helping with, um, which again, in the grand scheme of things, four youth clubs, four four youth teams is nothing. Um, But, you know, we were able to get it launched off the ground. Um, You know, uh, Alex's team actually, you know, uh, went from you know, fall of 2019, um, they were in a tournament. Um, I think they came in like fifth out of six teams or six out of eight teams, something like that. They were in the same tournament this year and won. Um, nice. so, you know, the, the, the growth there, the work that Alex, you know, he, he not only makes sure, and it's kind of across the board for our youth teams, but it's not just, uh, can you play soccer? Let's, let's try to get you on the pro team is the ultimate greatest want of kind of talent to just keep coming up to the pro team um but we also know that that's you know maybe one percent of all the youth if if it's one percent that's a lot of all the youth that we ever will coach will go go pro so it's you know how can we have them be fans of soccer for their their entire lives and make sure that they're set up for success whenever they're done done with us i mean alex um, you know, every week with, with his boys, they hop on zoom, um, and they read, uh, they talk about kind of like, it's not self-help books, but you know, how to be a better person, how to time, time manage, how to make sure that you're getting better every day. Um, which, you know, uh, hearing from parents, like that's made a huge impact on their school and, you know, their family life. And they're doing a away from soccer, um, that, you know, I, I think that's a, the bigger piece of what we're trying to do with our, our youth club is is you know uh, i guess yeah sure let's try to get as many pro players from our youth as
0: as we can because you know that's easy um, I mean, but the true. area is just is is rich with talent so Absolutely. yeah i think you'll see <laughs> yeah. it in the united states in the next 10 20 30 years when cool. when my hope is that soccer becomes the number one sport we're better <laughs> exactly. at mining that talent and, and part of that is these clubs like yours clubs like the maryland bobcats so i mean it's fun to see um so what, what are the goals for the youth development besides what what you had just mentioned, uh you know, making the kids better people and possibly going going pro? Like what, what do you think the next five, you know, next year and then five years looks like for the youth development uh, aspect yeah. of the club?
1: Yeah, you know, we obviously want to keep growing, um, you know, but but kind of like everything else we've done with the club, um, not growing too big too fast, too much, right? We we want we want to make sure that um the things we do are being taken care of the way they're supposed to be before we kind of jump or, or grow, grow the next step. Um, and that works for the youth, youth program too. Um, you know, we're going to have a couple more teams this, this spring. Um, and it, one of them is a U18 team, um, coached by Kingsley who, um, well, we're going to announce him in, um, an hour. So I'll let you in note, no first, but he's, okay, um, yeah, we'll probably release this tomorrow. So yeah, we'll exactly. Aware. Exactly. Yeah. So we, he's, uh, we, he's going to be signed to the pro team, um, and he's actually been coaching a U eighteen team, um, who was like kind of with the Bobcats, but you know they didn't play in a league in the fall, um, so they're they're full going this. Um, so we're going to grow grow a little bit there, but you know uh, down the line, you know a year, turning in years, turning in ten years, um, we want to make sure that we're developing the talent in this area, right? Like start in Montgomery County, and then I- I- expand out, but, but, you know, give the guys and girls, right. That's the goal too. Um, in this area, a chance to, to have a realistic shot at playing professional soccer in their hometown. Um, and you know, not a lot of clubs can say that, um, you know, uh, I'm, I think of like Chattanooga, Detroit, City, city, LA force, um, L- LA force, I think like 85% of their roster is from their youth, youth Academy. Um, And, you know, that's, that's the goal, right. Is to have that pipeline of, of, you know, the way we play on our pro team is how we coach on our reserve team and kind of all the way down. So it makes it as easy as possible for those kids to be put in the best chance to make that jump. Um, You know, we had our, our our tryouts um, for both our pro and reserve team last weekend um and actually a a, a player a, a kid uh, i can say he's a kid um on kings kingsley's u team team uh we're going to have him on our re- reserve team this cool. this year um All right. 17 and he's going to be playing with you know 22 to 28 year olds up you know in a, a great amateur league on the east coast um and again it's because he's good enough uh right it's because you know we liked what he saw what what we saw you know kingsley uh, obviously with his, um, coaching of him kind of saw saw him way more than we did, obviously. And he's like, take a look at this kid. And and that's what we want. Right. And if in six months, a year, 18 months, you know, we think he's ready. Like he's going to get a spot on that pro pro team. Um, and that's, that's what we want. You know, we, we pulled up a couple kids from the U 15 team to actually train with first, first team guys. Um, not, not, games or anything but just throwing them in that training session and seeing like how, how do you right and i think that's that's something that we can offer that not a lot of other clubs in the area can right like you can be a 13 15 16 17 year old kid and if we think you're good enough if you are good enough um you can test yourself against guys that are playing at a professional level Um, and you know, it's either going to be a sink or swim, but you'll find out what you need to work on. Right. And, and then you go back, work on that six months later, try it again. Um, you know, that's something that is, is really, really cool that I'm excited for is, is to see more and more of these kids get that chance because, um, you know, we can talk a lot of talk and say, Oh, we're going to have youth players up, yada, yada. But like, um, we're doing it. Like we've, I think we've had a total of four youth players trade the first team so far, um, a goalkeeper and, and, three field field players. Um, and then now with, um, the U 17 player kind of making the jump to the re- reserve team, um, you know, it's starting to build right it, that it's, it's starting to build. And, um, you know, it's again, we know, like I said, we know that the majority, almost all of them are not going to go pro. Um, but for the ones that can and are, we want to be there for them to be able to make, make that, that jump
0: i mean yeah I, that's awesome that's awesome i um i love that you're developing students of the game for the next generation especially love it because i live in the same county as you, as you all so that's great yeah. Um, yeah, and
1: I, the other cool thing is is like um you know uh because we are a pretty small club but even you know it, we want to make sure that uh, sure we want all the youth kids and their parents and friends to come to pro games um, but you know even in the fall um, we had eight first team guys show up um, to a U15 teams game and they were cheering and yelling it, it was really cool and you know to to see after the game um, you know the kids talking to you know Kay uh, was that our, our first pro signing to see the forward on the U15 team talking to Kay about what he could do better is moving off the ball and Kay give you know what what he would do um that's what we're trying to build right it's not the one way where the you know the youth supports the the first team in the in the pro team um but that you know the pro teams experience knowledge um you know how they think the game goes the other way too um and again like you know we had eight, eight guys there plus me so there was there was nine of us there plus alex who's the head coach of that team so technically there was like 10 guys from from the first team if you want to call it that i mean i don't play but um there, there, at that game, and um, it was it was really, really cool to see, and, and to see our guys getting excited about the youth um, was was awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean that's invaluable for for younger players. I'm sure of it. That's cool. Yeah. So I wanted wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, NISA, the league you guys are in, the National Independent yeah. Soccer Association. Um, looked like you officially joined in October of 2020. Yep, looked like it was in talks for a while. Uh, I just wanted to ask what what about Nisa was attractive to you all? Like, what what initially drew you to to that league? Yeah, th-
1: there's there's a few big things, right? So, um, and I can't remember if I had said this at the start of this or not, but you know, we weren't necessarily looking to go pro in 2021, right? Like, uh, the pandemic gave us time to sit down and talk as a club and our ownership to sit down and with with myself and our our head coach and. Um, to really talk about like can we do this right is it gonna be possible for us to do this in one year, in three years, in five years, and um you know, uh they reached out and those kind of talks, really informal talks started and um, you know, we kind of went back internally and, and realized we can do this. Like we have everything we need to do this. And we also felt like even, you know, let's say ten months ago when we were kind of agreeing to, to do this we felt like our roster at that time could compete right I, i'm not saying we'd win the whole thing or go beat it, but we could compete at, at that level without adding new pieces which 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 we have um, but we and again that was a big part too right it was was we don't want to just kind of jump in and then get smacked eight 0 yeah, every it's um, no fun um, yeah exactly um, but you know in in talking to to nisa and 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 John and Josh and Landon and Simon and all the guys over there, um, they think about soccer, how we think about soccer. Right. And they want to, to run a league and, and run soccer the way we think soccer should be run. Right. And that is open. Right. And it's, it's, you know, if you want to try your hand at going pro or going up, like let's, let's do, do that. You want to have three teams in, Maryland? Okay, great. You know, that's two games that we have to drive a half an hour to go play versus
0: 12 hours to go play. Yeah, um, no, I mean, a, a local rivalry always exactly, does good yeah, things with, for the sport, I mean, too. I and think, there's so you know, much room for growth for soccer. Like, you could, fit, you could fit easily, I think, three, four teams in in this market, like in this DMV area. I mean, off the top of in my North, head, Northern Virginia, D.C.,
1: Baltimore, Annapolis, Frederick area, us. Yeah. PG County potentially could have, like, there's there's a lot of potential. Again, are they all going to get 30,000 fans a game? Probably not. But could they all get two Five, to four? Yeah, fans? yeah. Absolutely they could. Um, you know, and and that, you know, philosophical way of thinking about soccer and, and what they're trying to do to soccer in this country um, was a big sell for us, right? We, we've we always kind of been, um, you know, club over league kind of thing. Like, you know, we do what's best for our club if that means going to a different league, if that means doing more or doing less. Right. We also don't want to be hand tied to to you have to commit to doing X, Y, Z if, if we don't feel like we should or can can do it. And and, you know, NISA as an organization, as a league um, gives clubs that freedom, right, good or bad um, to kind of run their club how they want to run. Sure. You have to meet. U S soccer standards and, and the league rules. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's every club gets to run their club, how they think it's going to work best for their com- community. And, um, that's what we wanted, right. That's kind of what we wanted in a league going pro. And, um, you know, we didn't know that at, at the time, right. Because we're just, uh, starting out, but, you know, since we've kind of announced and then, Got accepted. Um, like everyone in the league has been fantastic, um, from the actual league front front office to other clubs and people at clubs wanting to make sure that that you know questions we had are are, are answered because you know, uh, rising tide you know brings up all 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 ships right. So you know if if we can do something a, a little bit better, it, it brings the whole whole league up and for a young league still, right. It's I think two years of playing old and three years of being founded old. Um, You know, that goes a long way, right? One team doing one thing better makes a really big impact when, when the league is still trying to grow, but you know, also their long-term ideologies about what the league could be, whether it's two pro leagues, three pro leagues, pro pro role between the two attaching an amateur league to that where, where, you know, you could, go go up and down um that was all what we wanted from from a league and 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 how we think soccer should should be right and i i think a lot of times people get tied up on the um it's d3 and that's you know all you can do in d3 and like technically but like u.s soccer is d3 yes but they on the flip side let's say in 20 years nisa has i don't know a hundred pro teams right even if all of those teams are still D three, there's nothing saying that we can't pay players a hundred million dollars or you know have stadiums that fit thirty five. Like there's nothing saying you can't do that. It's just generally that's not how it works. As you you know as you get higher, the salaries go up, expenses. Um, but but there's nothing saying you can't do that. And so you know their their long term vision for for the league and um you know having the 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 clubs. Be the voting members of the league, and having the clubs dictate, you know, kind of what happens within the league, um, you know, kind of checked every box for us. Um, and again, you know, do I think this is going to happen in, in the next year? Absolutely not. Do I think it could happen in five years? Still probably not. Do I think it could happen in you know seven, fifteen? Absolutely. Um, I think you know the, the clubs that um, Nisa has are, are ones that we looked up to, right? Chattanooga to De- Detroit City, the the Cosmos, when they were playing, right? Is is clubs like, hey, we want to have a fan base like that that looks up to us in the c- community. You know, um, you know, they built their club club the right way, um, and that's what we look up to. And now to be able to be in a pro league with those clubs, you know, I think validates kind of, uh blood, sweat, and tears that that myself and the owners and the, you know the hundred plus players that have played for us in the last 10 years have put in um, to get, get to this point. Um, But, you know, it really just hit all the boxes for for us and and what we wanted from a league. Um, And again, that's easy to say when you haven't kicked the ball and haven't lost the game yet, but uh, um, you know, uh, exactly. Yeah. All, all, all signs point to, you know, that this was the right choice choice for us as a club. And I mean, the, you know, the clubs they've announced already, um, the Ro- Rochester Club, um, and I'm going to get this wrong, Chicago House Athletic Club now, right? Oh, man, I got it pulled up and I'm so blinded out my
0: glasses. I can't help you.
1: Yeah. You know, and the people behind those clubs are really smart people that, again, are kind of in NISA for the right reasons and in soccer for the right reasons and want to grow the game um you know i think it's the the growth is 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 coming um and, and and i think they're adding some really strong strong teams
0: i mean i think i think you've said a lot of you've you made a lot of good points about there, uh, you know during that um during during what you said but what what sticks out to me the most is if you take care of your club's health and everybody else in the league takes care of their club's health and that's just only only good things for nisa exactly. so, Absolutely. I, I mean uh, uh, I'm very excited to to see the league kick off, and it sounds to me like you guys are doing a a spring tournament down in in Chattanooga. So, can you tell us a little bit about um you know what that tournament looks like and and what you're hoping for um down in Chattanooga? <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: you know I'm hoping to bring, bring a trophy, but uh, <laughs> no, um, we originally um, you know had a had a goal in our mind of fall 2021. Um, it was kind of fall 2021, fall 2021, fall 2021. And then, um, you know, the, the league approached us was like, hey, we're going to do a bubble tournament um, in the spring. Um, you know, do you guys want to be a part of that? And, and, you know, it was not an immediate. Yes, I will ad- ad- admit it was not a we're doing it as soon as it was a let's think about it. You know, let's let's weigh the options. Right. Like um, but but, you know, I, I think if nothing else um it's going to give us you know two and a half three weeks um that all our guys coaching staff will be to, together pretty much locked down right like they, they have no choice but to bond and hang out and 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 get get to know each other more um but also you know we'll get to see where our squad's at um we'll get to see you know where our players are, are at in comparison to the other teams teams in the league um you know in terms of how fit fit they are our preseason starts monday so yeah. so we'll 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 see, you know, we'll have about a month and a half of training prior to, to that tournament. Um, and then, you know, ultimately we'd love to, to win, right. We kind of go into, we've gone into every game tournament, whatever you want to call it league in the last three years expecting. to win. Um, and that's not going to change just because, you know, we're, we're new or we're young or whatever it is. Um, you know, uh, I think we're putting together a really talented team. Um, I think we have a really good mix of guys that have maybe played at a higher level, whether it be MLS, USL overseas, um, but also a lot of guys that in my opinion should have had that chance and should have played at that level, but for whatever reason, haven't and are still young and hungry and can run all day. Um, and you know, I, I, I think we're building a really good mix. And like I said, It's really cool that that our, you know, uh, the bulk of our roster is from this area, you know, uh, from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And um, to be able to put DMV soccer on the map like that and be able to take these players and and, you know, show the country and world (laughs) kind of what players from this area can do. um, That's that's awesome. And, um, you know, we're going to go down there and and. hopefully hopefully win a couple games and, and then be, be able to come back and reassess you know what what we need to fix what we need to tweak players we need to add positions that need may need some more more firepower but um, you know it's it's gonna gonna be fun it's you know we again we weren't planning that you know a year ago we were not planning on doing this this tournament but um, I, I think it's gonna be good good for the guys. Um, and staff to to be able to to play these games against you know the, these pro teams that they'll be hopefully for years and years years to come but uh get get their feet feet wet on you know what pro soccer is
0: yeah, it's kind of interesting you guys have had like a full administration year almost <laughs> and then you finally get to kick off again so that's got to be exciting yeah so, so i have to ask there's there's this tournament's two weeks long so players will be away from home for a couple of weeks. Does the salary structure, is there like a salary cap in NISA or is it all, like you said, open? So up to the teams, how much they're paying and, and do a lot of these players still have, you know, jobs on the side as it is right now.
1: Yeah. So there's no cap, um, you know, there's no, it's just kind of, you know, uh, you know, if, if you want to pay a player, I mean, I no people do this, but $10 a month, like you'll get $10 a month and, you know, uh, players can, take or leave it, right? Sure. Um, but at the same time, you're going to lose that on talent if you do that, right? Like, uh, guys aren't going to, aren't going to want to play for that club because uh, it's not can even can afford to go. Now. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and so, yeah, you know, when, when in Chattanooga, in, in the bubble our our guys aren't gonna i mean they're not paying for stuff right they're not paying for flights for hotels for food for for you know that's 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 100 on the club right that's 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 us making sure that our guys have what they need to to play at the highest level i mean that's this is what their job is right this is this is why, why we joined our club and um yeah you know it's it's because of the kind of openness it is you know you'll probably find a really big range of what getting paid in this league um you know uh, add on to the we're we're a new team but also there's a pandemic going on uh not yeah. just with us right with us less and and you know every league across the world i'm sure you know there there'll be, be some tweaks but um you know there there are some guys that you know uh, like for example alex coaches right so that he gets he does he coders for us, but he also does private training. He, you know, he, he does a bunch of clinics um, and, you know, uh, are we paying our guys tons and tons and tons of money? No. Um, but we're, we're paying them what, what we think they're, they're, they're worth and, and what we as a club can spend to put together a roster that can compete, but also make sure that the club is here next year. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what, if, if in the fall, we can have full fans and we're getting 5,000 fans again, salaries are gonna go up right sure. we're gonna have way more cash to spend and um, but you know your
0: oh, dream right there How yeah, like you know, the dream. yeah absolutely
1: um, but you know it's it's we we don't want to shortchange guys what we believe they deserve, but we also know that we have to run our club in a responsible way that to make sure that we're here for the next however many years and um, because we don't have our own stadium you know one one that we own um one of our biggest expenses is is field to train on right um i mean if if we if we could could not pay if we had one field that was our own if we could have half field right um that's that's a lot of of cash the, the, the the club could divert to uh, areas
0: whether that be player salaries whether it be i don't know what else it would be but i mean i'm sure um, yeah i'm sure club management and ownership has all all challenges that you know the the average soccer fan has no idea about like it wouldn't even it wouldn't even occur to me that a you know practice facility would be your number one expense you know like yeah exactly and like you know
1: we we kind of know you know we obviously know what it's going to cost for a year and 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 you know that's that it's not it's a problem that's not what i'm trying to say but it's just again Make sure that the club is here for 13715 years um and then keep you know doing what, what we're doing and look like we we know hopefully anyway uh, um that we'll continue to grow as as time time goes goes on um but you know it, we're we're lucky again I think lucky uh, that a lot of the guys that we signed are, again are from this area so you know they already have a place to live they pretty all the guys live live to so, you know, it, their room and board is, 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 is less, um, you know, for, for a couple of the guys that aren't from the area, um, you know, we, we provide housing, um, you know, for, for them in a, in a room and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we, we try to make theirs as comfortable as possible again, while trying to make sure that, that our club is here for, for
0: years and years to come. Yep. I love it. I love what you guys are doing. Um, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. Absolutely. As little as Rooster and the Devil is, I, I'm I'm very hopeful that I'll get to experience MD Bobcats in person and and enjoy the game day experience. And I'm very very hopeful that you do do this wreck uh, over 30 league and that somehow, somewhere, I could be a part <laughs> hey, uh, of Maryland Bobcats. Absolutely. Hey, Jay has been talking about this for months now, and we only have like six or seven guys. Oh, get me out there, man! I, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm 33, so I'm fast. <laughs> the no,
1: awesome. yeah, Again, that's that I, I think that's part of, you know, why this club has been able to be as successful. I'm not saying it's been crazy successful, but at least why it's still here is because the people involved, you know, from from myself to our owners, to our coaches, like they just love soccer and, and want to see it grow. And and yeah, I mean, look, our coaches, their job is to coach and that's it. So they're around soccer all day, every day, and they still want to go out and play, you know, with their friends like that's They still want to go out and play. Um, i haven't played I, I played
0: point. about a week before my daughter was born so it was, must have been like march 7 2020 mm-hmm. and that's the last time i've played <laughs> yeah kind of crazy and I, I mean i would i'd would feel kind of proud putting on that md bobcats jersey as the, uh, the soccer hey, me, me, let me, me know me, i i still haven't so <laughs> yeah yeah so um any final thoughts about md bobcats before we slide into a different topic of uh, you know uh, <laughs> My Premier League, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a nice season for Everton Football Club. So. <laughs> How are you no, feeling I mean, about it? What are, what are the yeah. bright spots? Yeah, I mean, uh, this has
1: been a weird season. I feel like to be an e- Everton fan. I mean, the first what eight nine games? I don't think we 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 lost, and then we kind of lost like two three
0: four in a row. Tied a couple in there and um that early season I fall for every single year like yep. near the top of the table played 10 games and I yep. still somehow fall for like well there's 28 games left so but uh, well, you guys uh, have so you're sitting at seventh with 40 points and you have a game in hand game so europe is right? very much game in hand too yeah, I, I'm
1: pretty, yeah exactly yeah, so you no, gotta get on no. hand against everybody above you yeah so you know i I think obviously past, weekend or something i have not seen since i've been an everton fan um so being able to to beat them you know there um is is pretty awesome and you know I, i think that that game so i actually didn't get to watch it live i uh was at tryouts for 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 the bobcats and my phone like i wasn't getting calls but it kept going off and i was like what something's going on either with the game or someone's dying Like that's that's the only two things that's going on so um, but you know, I went back and watched it. I, I think that that kind of, uh, how they played and especially the, the players that I think played well, show what Carlo's doing at the club. Right. So, James obviously had, had the assist and, and, played great, um, Pickford. I actually, who I've not been a huge fan of, honestly, uh, had a great game. Tom, Tom Davies, who again has been very up and down, but you know, the last month or so has, has been um played really well and um i think he i think carlo is finally starting to get these guys kind of in a groove you know getting them playing how he wants and i think that this game as fun as it was is like a picture of like if everyone's playing their best all the time this is how we can play and i know that that Liverpool had injuries and, and Henderson got hurt during the game. I, I know all that, but it's still nice to oh, be a
0: Liverpool. To narrative is and, Disgustingly thick. I,
1: yeah, I know. Um, but no, I, I think, you know, I think if, if Everton can get to Europe, I don't care how, which Europe they get to, um, they'll continue to attract better players. And I think Carlo obviously is a huge part of that. That People want to come in for him. And I, I mean, I would, would too. And um, you know, add on to that, what the ownership is now doing between spending players and their And, and, you know, I I think that there's finally for the first time since I've been a fan, a more than like a two year plan, there's like a five to 10 year plan where they look, we can really build this club from, from on the field to off the field or to kind of get back to being, you know, a a top, let's call it top seven team, you know, kind of year in year,
0: year out. Um, well, who knows where the, uh, the Tottenham Hotspur ship is headed with, with Jose right now. So maybe it is top six, but Everton <laughs> popping in there. Although oh, you got you to shout out West Ham right one. now. Absolutely. Season. Yeah. So, so who are some of the um, unsung heroes on Everton that, that the casual, you know, I don't catch too many Everton games with, sure. with the two little kids. So mostly just Spurs games. So who are some of the players that, that you like that stick out that are kind of under yeah, the I mean, radar? I think,
1: and I'm not sure he's even really under the radar per se, maybe to the extent of what he's done. But I think that if he can stay healthy the rest of the year, Al is the best signing in four or five years. Um, you know, the way he controls the midfield and doesn't miss a pass and tracks back every time and, you know, is is running the same. He, in a eight minute as he did the fifth minute, um he just brings like a really calm energy to the team, but also works super hard. Mm. Um but him and um and I always say his name wrong, so I apologize to anyone. Um Day De, Day Coyore. Um same kind of thing, right? He is he's always getting in front of the team's passes, he's always in the right spot to make an interception, to away. and sure, maybe not the fastest or most tech technical player, but he's always in the right spot and he's always uh you know, doing what he's he, he's Supposed to do, um I think that those two guys, um, you know, having those two guys healthy at the same time um, adds a lot. And obviously, Hames, I think, is gets a lot of the you know PR now just because. Sure. And, and again, he, I mean, he's been great too. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think those those two guys. Um, let's say we finish top five, six. I think those two guys
0: will be a big piece of why and uh you you didn't catch any of that FA Cup game right you you missed that one the 5-4 Everton Tottenham game that game was epic that game was epic actually it's funny i actually
1: uh started to watch it i had some calls I had to jump on and i went to i went to go hop on the bike to to spin and i get a text I'm like you got to put put the game back on so i put it on my ipad for like the whole overtime it was Nuts! That was I've never seen a game like that. I mean, one there was nine goals, but yeah. two it was the, nice, small swings like huge swings of like who was on the front foot. Like it was
0: that was fun. I mean, yeah. it's more fun for me, obviously. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it was really fun. I mean, I could I could appreciate it even in the loss. Like a yeah. nine goal game, <laughs> uh, you know. Tottenham has had some pretty brutal brutal games to watch like the the way they play right now so it was kind of nice to see an open game devastating loss for sure because we need a we need a trophy
1: oh yeah i feel like maybe two or three of the goals were actually like actually nice goals build up goal. the other like five or six were just like what what's the other team doing but i i mean i'll
0: take it i had but... a davison sanchez brace in there for time yeah. too and then, <laughs> then he gave away like oh uh, yeah <laughs> it is what it is um so where where do you predict everton ending up and actually when was your last trophy it's been a while oh, i want to say it
1: was in the 80s like 86 or 89 okay um and it was the FA cup huh. um and i'm probably gonna get that wrong so apologize again to anyone but
0: i, I won't right. say they're the regular Indian- listeners they uh they, they're barraged with false facts all the time so it's okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it's been I mean, I've never seen them lift a trophy. So, um, you know, I have a, my, my one of my best friends that Chelsea, and two of them actually are Chelsea's fan. And one is an Arsenal fan. And the joke always is, is like the Carabao Cup. cup. They don't matter unless you win. like if, if you win a trophy, you got one. But if if you get
0: knocked out, like, oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter that much um it's just unfortunate everyone has to play man city and all the domestic tournaments there has to be some and uh, honestly i thought we catch them on like the time we were playing kind of well um and
1: i guess losing what three zero in grand scheme of things isn't that bad actually so uh (laughs) 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 um but no i i I, watch are gonna finish like 10th now (laughs) i think top top six should be a goal um, I mean, with some of the, the results they've gotten already, including obviously last, last weekend, having a game and kind of seeing where everyone else is that they know, you know, at least right now, until they get caught, caught up, like if they win, they're going to leap, leapfrog people. Um, again, I, I think they need to stay healthy. That's, that's the one thing that I'm not super confident on is their depth. I think get past guy maybe like 13 it there's a pretty big ball in terms of what they can produce especially if they have to come in for like a three or four game stretch
0: yeah like
1: Bernard I like for the last 20-30 minutes of a game you know if we need something but if he had to play four games in two and a half weeks weeks I'm not sure he'd produce at that same level that long sure. um, so I, I think we need some more depth and that's we need guys healthy so that we can kind of sub guys on and off when, when needed and um, we're starting back there again but i would like to see more of king too up up, up 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 top i think he was an interesting signing um that has you know we've had d dcl and we've had rick carlson but to have king get a run out um
0: you know if, if he gets his first goal or two i think he can add, add a lot too be kind of nice to have moist keen running around up top no it, it's <laughs> he
1: i was never a big fan of him i mean obviously he's tearing right now at, at psg sure uh, i was never but again like he was what eight, 18 18 so 17. young yeah he's, i think he's 19 going now. to a new country new yeah. like i mean language I, I, it's I yeah geez <laughs> like uh if it, maybe is what he needed right to go to another big club bigger than everton right now, in my opinion um do I mean, they got the jordan yeah. brand they're they're pretty
0: yeah exactly
1: they're yeah pretty flashy maybe he he needed a just get games in which you know they weren't going to give him at Everton but um no if 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 we can hold on to him now and he can play like he has been that's just plus plus one up top that we we can we can have so um you know I I I think our back line right now is the weakest point um I'm not really confident with any back or back three pairing like there's always like one of them like ooh could be a weak weak link yeah Um, we know how that goes in in time (laughs) and the goal goal keeper too like i've ever been a super harsh critic of of um but i was also goalie, so i'm generally easier on yeah on goalies in general but i I like everyone has seen how good he can be he just needs to do that every game or or have less mistakes and uh, trust me as a goalie i know that the and it sucks that if you you know if you mess up once out of a hundred times the other team scores. Yeah. If a mid, midfielder or forward verts on one out of a hundred they score and we we win. So yeah. um, I get that, but you know I I think maybe maybe get backup in that can actually provide him some competition every day could kind of push him to to be a little better. But um, kind of the whole back line goal is kind of my kind of.
0: I'm n- not always super c- confident. Sure, you know, I'm uh, out of the other teams ahead of Tottenham. Everton's cool with me, so <laughs> good luck to you. I, I hope you uh, help you get get at least a Europa League campaign yeah. because it is fun. It is fun. Um, Evan, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. I said, and it gives you a game to watch during the week too. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's nice. I can't lie, that CBS (laughs) Sports.com subscription. I gotta do it. And there's some games coming. Oh, there's games on right now, Champions League. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person and and checking out a Bobcats game sometime. Yeah. Can we have have
1: have you guys out?